Hi, I'm Grace. I'm Cynthia. And I'm Pajita. We are three of the most average basic bitches out there. And we are so bored. So we did the most millennial thing and started a podcast. We have been friends for nearly 20 years since our freshman year of college. We will be chatting about shit that only mid-30-year-olds care about. So get in or get out. Hello, friends. Um, today is going to be a little bit different because it's just me, Grace, and Pajita, and Cynthia is not recording with us today because she is super busy working a gajillion hours a week. Um, so she's doing her normal job, but then she's also working with the Extended Shop, which is a boutique um, that recently opened up in Nashville, and she is working with them to set up their online store. Um, so in order to know when they open their online store, you should check out her website. It's extended E X T N D D shop.com. Um, and you can also find them on Instagram and, um, shop a local and like girl owned business. Um, anyway, so it's super exciting and she's doing big things and making her dreams come true. So it's just Pajita and I today, and we're kind of going off on our own and doing, a different kind of lilas. We're going to talk about mom shit. So get ready. Yeah. And to start us off, we are going to do our, what was the most millennial thing you did this week, but we're going to do it parenting. Um, What was the most millennial parent thing you did this week? Um, Grace, do you want to go or I have one? You go ahead. Okay. Um, so obviously going to Target, I feel like it's very millennial. Um, and so I went to Target with Kieran, um, information you probably didn't need to know, but he's super constipated. We've been, (laughs) we've been traveling and I actually didn't really know this because I guess I just didn't really affect it. But apparently when like children are on planes, they get dehydrated, um, maybe because they're not drinking as much. I honestly don't know why. I also have not looked into it, but they get dehydrated and we have been traveling this past week. So he has been super constipated. So I was like, all right, let's go get some prune pouches. And obviously I was going to go to Target because I needed to look at everything else that they had too. Um, so that was the most millennial thing I did this week that involved (laughs) my kid. They have prune pouches. Are they made specifically for constipation? Um, so I originally was going to just pick up prune juice. Um, and I have like the target app where I was originally just going to do like a drive up thing and they didn't have prune juice. But then like the next thing that came up was like prune child constipated. So I like clicked on that and they gave prune pouches as like the first few options and I was like oh that's a good idea yeah um, bada bing bada boom yeah because he loves pouches so I was like I don't know he'll pro- he probably would have drank the prune juice fine because like we don't give him that much juice um and he would have loved it uh but I it's a good alternative I'll let you guys know how that works out <laughs> yeah keep us posted with this poop <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's gonna be a big one when it goes right oh my goodness hopefully it's not overnight uh fingers crossed man what about you um we took 
Leo and Simon to an apple orchard slash pumpkin patch. Ah, yes. Yeah, man. And, you know, as per usual, it was horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Why was it horrible? Like, taking kids anywhere. Like, you you go thinking, like, you know, like, this will be fun. We're not going to be there all day. It's, you know, a Tuesday, so it's not going to be that busy. But then you get up there and it's just like chaos. It's just straight chaos. And, but I mean, it wasn't horrible. It's just like, it's never as fun as you want it to be. Oh yeah. Like you definitely are like, oh, I'm going to go and they're going to wear cute outfits. We're going to take cute pictures and then we're going to pick apples and they're going to love it. But then you're going to pay like $30 for like a bag of apples where you can get it for like $1.50 at the store. Right. But the thing Um, is, so Charlie is allergic to apple peels oh, where yes. it's I either the, about this. yeah it's either the pesticides on apple peels or like the waxy coating on the ones you get in stores so he can only eat fresh apples so like it's worth it because he likes apples and can only eat the apples we pick or whatever but yeah it's way more expensive and then our turd little babies like to take a bite of every single one in the gd bag <laughs> her whole bag is just filled with like little nibbles rotten bite taken out of it <laughs> uh yes we have not been to one yet this season but i think we're gonna go to a pumpkin patch in two weeks yeah that'll be fun and like it is fun and it's not a horrible time but it's never as good as you think it's gonna be with kids isn't that like all of parenting yeah Pretty Just much. Like, today we we didn't have plans to go out to dinner, but we went out to the LL Bean store to get a Chris or a birthday present for my dad. And then um on the way home, Leah was like, I want cheese dip for dinner. <laughs> and we're like, well, we don't have cheese dip and we're already out. So yeah, you know what? It's only three thirty, not dinner time, but let's stop at the taco place and get some chips and cheese dip and we get there and the boys just run around like freaking maniacs throwing rocks interrupting other people's food yeah you know like it just and then they hardly even ate the cheese dip (laughs) that's classic um we i guess we'll get to our topic in a minute but the cheese dip makes reminds me of the last time we had a meal together with all our children oh my god (laughs) So we were actually talking about those tacos today. Oh my gosh, Charlie, so good. There's a new taco place in Charlottesville and Charlie's like, unless it's just like the taco place in Minneapolis, I don't want it. I was like, well, I can tell you now it's not going to be like that. He goes, well, then let's never go. It's okay. I love that you guys like love the tacos here in Minnesota, which is like the farthest thing away from Mexico, but <laughs> they are good You're tacos. Right. I do like them. Um, so there is this place, the that's called Nico's Tacos and Grace and Charlie were up here last winter um, for Charlie was working up here and he was doing travel nursing and like right before they left I think Tom was working but we decided to go to Nico's Tacos we always like get the takeout and we're like let's go out and have a meal I mean what could go wrong right and And to say they have the best takeout taco situation I've ever seen in my life Yeah, they, like, Like, package all the things, like, separately other than, like, the meat and the tacos. And so the tacos don't get soggy and you can, like, make them as you want. 
and they, the toppings are so good and fresh and it's not like there's tons of them. So you don't run out of it, which is something I feel like other restaurants would skimp on, but they're delicious and you have tons of different meats to choose from or proteins or whatever on your tacos. Anyways, delicious. Nico's Tacos, sponsor us. Yes. Um, and then, so this time that we went to Nico's Tacos, uh, I got there before Grace and Charlie and then they got there and then as they were like literally sitting down Leo uh, <laughs> and Simon had had a stomach bug but like they were fine for like a few days or like a day or two so you guys came out and then Leo just starts vomiting and you, you guys like didn't know what to do but you grabbed diapers which like I would have not even thought about and like held his vomit while he's like vomiting and you had just gotten there, so we're like, well, like, might as well, like, just stay and eat. It's fine. <laughs> so, well, like. Yeah, it was so funny. Yeah, so um, we're even still in our coats. So, like, Leo is covered in vomit. His coat is soaked. His pants are soaked. There's vomit all over the floor of the booth, because at least it didn't hit the table. Thank God. And there's some in a diaper. And then I'm like, shit, what do I do with this diaper that's filled with vomit? And. Yeah, and then we were like, well, you know what? We're here. We drove here. We're here. He's already barfed. What worse could happen? <laughs> I don't even remember the rest of it, but I just remember leaving and we we're like, we better give him a good tip. And like both Simon and Kieran were like, just like, you know, they're eating, but like also super messy. So like the floor was like covered in food and I was trying to like clean it up before we left and <laughs> The people there were so nice because it was like a random weekday lunchtime and no one was there and they were so nice and they're like, don't worry about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And so like under Kieran and Meatball's seat, it's like, you know, a nice little layer of vomit on the ground. (laughs) Then with beans and pieces of tortilla and avocado, like on top of that. Oh, it was horrible, but the drinks were delicious. And as per usual, the tacos were delicious too. So no regrets. No regrets. All right. So what are we going to talk about um, on this episode of Mom Shit? Yeah. So we, on this episode of Hot Miss Mom Shit, um, we want to talk about like parenting advice that nobody gave us slash parenting advice we'd give other people I don't know we'll see where it takes us but I just want to start out with the top piece of advice that nobody gave me was don't have kids (laughs) nobody told me that not one person nobody warned me nobody said how horrible it is Uh, I should preface this with again no regrets I love my kids don't regret them but like motherhood is stupid parenthood is stupid like nobody told me how much it actually sucks nobody warned me so here's your warning people (laughs) it's not fun (laughs) it's I have like the same exact feelings as you Grace um I feel like the only person that like kind of told me a little bit was you but like by the time I was pregnant you had I think Leo was probably like two years old so you were like no he was only like a year old Oh, was he a year old? Yeah, he was only a year old. I can't yeah. do that clearly. Um, so yeah. I was still like in like the 
I don't know what term. Honeymoon phase. Yes, exactly what I was going to say, but I was trying to come up with a better word, but I have none. I was still in the honeymoon phase because like one year old, and you can probably agree with this, is like the greatest age because you're past the newborn horrible nightmare stage. And then they're really cute and they're starting to like have a personality and you love them and like then you're like oh my god a cute little baby so then you get knocked up again which is exactly what I did so like I probably (laughs) didn't warn you good enough because yeah anyways well because I was in that stage where I was like oh this isn't so bad this is great yeah I and I think a lot of it is like I feel like a lot of people don't want to sound ungrateful because like obviously we're very grateful for having like healthy cute kids um and we like had I mean pregnancy in general is sucks but like we didn't particularly have any difficulties in pregnancy right but like also I feel like no one talks about how hard it is to be a parent like you just see people like looking their best on social media with their kids and they look like they're having fun and they're wearing matching pajamas and going on like pumpkin patches but like you do not see the chaos behind those pictures um and I know like other than you Grace I only have like a handful of friends because we are millennials um and a lot of millennials are either not having children or having them later in life so I only had a handful of friends that actually had babies before I did um yeah totally and and then like no one told me they did not no one ever was like, don't have a child. Like no one says that. And I know it sounds awful to say it, but it's like, I think people should like, you know, make, I mean, obviously some people don't like have unexpected pregnancies. Um, but like some, I feel like I was like, Oh, I guess we'll have children. Like we were definitely like, could have gone either way. And I don't regret it at all. Yeah, I, like, I think I'd I think I'd have way more regrets if I decided not to have kids than I do now. But yeah, we were on the fence for a long time. Like we we were married for six, seven years before we had kids. And you know, but we're also in our mid thirties now. But yeah, we could have gone either way, but nobody told me. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, we're obviously grateful and love our children very much, but like, it's hard and like, definitely think about it if you want kids and it's totally okay not to have kids too. You actually probably will, I mean, you'll be saving a lot more money. You'll be traveling <laughs> more. Um, oh my gosh. You will be stress-free. Stress-free, like- <laughs> less cleaning, less yeah, laundry. I, I wonder like, what was I stressed about before we had kids and why was my house not clean every day? I don't, I don't get it. I don't know what was my problem (laughs) because now if I get through the day and there is not poop on the living room carpet, I'll go to bed with the house in any state because sometimes you just don't have the energy to clean. Like, and I don't know, it just seems crazy to me. I don't know why. I thought life was hard before kids. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what I was stressed about either. Right? I have no idea. I feel like I was like, I mean, you have stressors, but they're just not like, I don't know. 
Yeah, I feel and like, like you're more of a sane person because you're getting a sane amount of sleep. Whereas, like, that's you true. know, like we're our kids are both at the age where they can sleep through the whole night, but then, like, <laughs> you know, they they like to, you know, well, yeah, except for and get sick and not sleep through nights and have new teeth coming out of their brains. And then they scream at you all night. But then there's Leo who doesn't sleep through the night. He's oh yeah, that's true. Three and some change, and he has only slept through the night a handful of times in his life. Like I can probably count on two hands. Yeah, maybe even one hand. He just doesn't. He's always been a bad sleeper. He was the type of kid like who, baby, I would we'd be bouncing like in the middle of the night, like just go to sleep. And it was one of those discussions, Charlie and I would have like, where is the line between like shaking a baby and lovingly rattling a baby? (laughs) (laughs) And I, I never shook my baby, but I am sure I came close to the line, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. He was never a sleeper and he still isn't. And at least now he doesn't scream all night. Like he used to like a, a year ago from now, he would just be up all night, like screaming and crying like two oh or three times a night. Yeah. So now he just wakes up and comes and climbs in bed with us and co sleeping is not something I ever wanted to do, but here we are. It is how we get sleep. So. Yeah. I guess that's like another thing that I feel like Maybe I just didn't pay attention to this, but, like, sleep in children is just, like, all across the board. And, like, for me, I was obsessed with, like, reading all the books prior to having the baby and, like, the first few months on how to get him to, like, sleep through the night. But, like, so much of it is so dependent on the child itself. And then they, like, go through huge periods of time where they aren't sleeping well because of like whatever is happening with them developmentally but I guess I just like I don't know didn't really think about that or I wish someone was like just don't stress out as much as like when you're not getting sleep that's what you stress out about the most and I don't know if I would have listened to it if someone was like you know what babies will be babies and they'll do whatever they want just don't stress about it because you just get crazy Yeah, it's hard not to obsess over, like, what could be the problem, but yeah, yeah, man, you're right, that's a good piece of advice, is just to, a baby's a baby. Yeah, especially those newborn days, it's hard. Oh, yeah, man, you don't know sleep deprivation until you've had a newborn baby, like, that's the stupidest thing that has ever happened to me in my whole life. Yeah, agreed, and then you, it's crazy how you forget about it too how for like after months and you're like forget about how horrible that newborn phase is as far as like sleep deprivation and then like recovering postpartum too yeah man that is all stupid and you're right your brain tricks you you forget about it and then you're like I have a cute baby let's have another one and then here you are two kids (laughs) deep and you're like oh why but yeah it's nuts like I used to be the type of girl who had to have like eight or nine hours of sleep a night and boy, did that change quickly, man. Yeah. The misery is real. If you can hear a noise that sounds like I'm like 
under gunfire <laughs> in a war zone. It's the g- freaking acorns falling on my roof. Do you hear that? Oh, I did hear. I just thought someone was like shuffling something in the background. No, it's acorns falling on our roof. We live in a house that has a tin roof. That's ridiculous. Or metal roof or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. And we live under the tallest oak trees I have ever seen in my life in a very wooded or like very old tall tree area so like our house doesn't even get sunlight in the summer and it stays nice and cool which is awesome and we thought it was great until the acorns started falling oh my god it's (laughs) ridiculous so that is kind of crazy it does kind of sound like gunfire yeah which person put a tin roof on this house that's what I want to know but anyways um yeah man weird it is weird um are there any other pieces of advice that you wish you had gotten or you would like highly Um, advise people so a method I chose to take when it came to specifically labor and delivery is ignorance is bliss I chose to not take any classes I had signed up for a birthing class and for like a breastfeeding class. But then last minute I like I canceled my registration and didn't go. And that method worked for me because I feel like if I had gone to those classes with my personality, I would have stressed out more and like would have been thinking about it more. Where since I did the ignorance is bliss method, I went in not knowing shit. All I knew is those doctors were going to get the baby out of me regardless of what I did. So why bother stressing out about it? So I think that maybe some people should consider that method. Yeah, I feel like that could be good. I think it like is very dependent on the type of person you are. I took one class because I basically needed something to make me feel somewhat prepared And I will tell you, I did not use a single thing from that class. And it was, (laughs) I didn't want the class that went into like detail about everything because I was like, that's going to bore me and I'm not going to want to sit there for three hours and learn all this stuff. Um, And maybe that was a good idea. Maybe it wasn't. Who knows? But I took a class that was like how to help with contractions and like different positions you can use for birthing. And I knew... I knew going into it, I was probably going to get an epidural. I just didn't know, like, at what point. And then I was like, you know what? Like, might as well take some sort of class. So this is a class I chose because it was, like, a short class. Um, and I did feel better, but then I didn't use a single thing from the class. But I also, I don't know. I don't regret taking it. But I think it's, like, so dependent on the person you are, too. But I feel like the ignorance is bliss is a good way for a lot of people. Because I feel like some of those classes are, like, very detailed and kind of freak you out even more. Yeah. And I think that's what it would have done with me is it would have made me think more about it. Whereas since I didn't take any birthing classes or whatever, I never had to think about it. I knew that baby was going to come out of my crotch. And <laughs> that's like all I knew. And I'm, I'm cool with that. And I also think it gave me lower standards slash no standards, which is good because then I wasn't disappointed about anything that happened other than the pain, obviously. But like, I don't know. I think going in with no birth plan is a good way to go because then there's no disappointment and no expectations because I've heard a lot of people's birth stories where it wasn't, it didn't go as planned. I mean, 
and people are upset about it. And you just have to go in with the attitude that like, well, I'm probably going to put myself in this baby's going to tear me apart, <laughs> but it's going to come. And like, as long as you're cool with that, I feel like you'll be good. Yes, I did specifically not write a birth plan because I was like, you know what, like whatever happens, happens. Um, <laughs> and there are like things that I like hoped for, like I hoped to have skin to skin afterwards. And then I don't even remember oh, yeah, anything totally. else. But like also like if my baby's in distress, I want them to take, I'm not worrying about the skin to skin. That's like the least of my like least of my worries, you know? Yep, um, use your modern medicine, fix my baby, cut the cord, do the things, and then give him to me when he's good. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm there with you. I know some people are, like, a little bit more type A and, like, everything um, written out and whatnot. If that makes you feel better, good for you. It just yeah, wasn't it was, for us. It was, right. It was kind of along those lines is um, – we didn't find out the gender with either baby. And so with my first one, when he was like, as he was being born, they're like, how do you want to find out the gender? And I was like, I don't care. (laughs) No, we need to know exactly how you want to find out. I was like, I don't care. You know, what were like the options of how you would find out? I think that maybe in this situation, they've had enough people who had a very specific way they wanted to find out and like, and then they get mad if not, because like some people are like, you know, they want the dad to tell them whatever. And I was like, I don't freaking care. Hold him up like baby Simba. I don't care. So that's what my doctor did. He held little baby Leo up in the air like Simba (laughs) and was like, here he is. And I was like, cool. Nice. Um, but yeah, but yeah, man, apparently people even have like very specific plans for that. Cause I talked to the nurse afterwards. I was like, why? And they're like, people care. People want to find out in a very specific way. I'm like, that is so weird to me. Like, <laughs> why does it matter at this point? It just came out of your crotch. You can't give it back. Yeah. I like that you guys waited until you had the baby. Cause I definitely had a little bit of like, I don't know. It wasn't. The way I found out is so we did a blood test and then the uh, doctor emails you with like any concerning information and then the sex of the baby. And then it's just like I opened up an email and I was like, it's a boy. And I was like, oh, cool. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I guess I know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I know. So that was like very anticlimactic. So I've, I think if we have another child, I think we might just, you know, wait until I give birth to find out yeah because I mean obviously it's like obviously you sometimes want a boy or a girl but like in the end it's like whatever well yeah and in the end it's not like you can actually make the you know like yeah what you want doesn't matter it's coming out the way it is either way I mean it's just seems crazy anyways the reason why we didn't find out is Charlie made the point of like this is one of the last surprises in life is yeah like finding out and I was like you're right and then it kind of also put me at ease because then they're like I don't know I wasn't buying a ton of clothes ahead of time like because we got a bunch of boy hand-me-downs so thank goodness we have boys otherwise I'd have girls and boy outfits which I know isn't a big deal or anything but um I don't know it was just one last big surprise and 
I will say the second time I really wanted a girl. So I was maybe a tad disappointed. Also, we never had boy names picked out. So I was like, oh, shit, we have to come up with a boy name now, even though we had nine months to come up with one. We still <laughs> haven't. Well, that was our, like, big reasoning for finding out. It's like we already knew what the girl name would be. And then we're like, well, if it's a boy, then we'll just have more time to think about it. And then we still didn't know what we wanted to pick until, like, the very end. So it would have not mattered. Yeah. I mean, and then that's a whole nother topic is naming babies is so stupid. It's so hard. (laughs) It is. Some people have a really easy time with one sex versus the other. And, like, I personally had, like, I guess Tom and I both agreed more on girl names than any boy names. Totally. We had two girl names that we both loved. And then, of course, we got no girls. But boy names, we had none picked. We had an idea for Leo. Um, and then after he was born, we were like, yeah, let's just go with it, whatever. We're too tired to think right now. But then with Simon, he was nameless for over 24 hours. Oh, and then they were like, Simon. Yeah. And then they were like, um, if you don't come up with the name soon, you're going to have to do the paperwork yourself. And we we're like, all right, cool. We'll pick one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I sure should have not responsible for the paperwork to make sure my baby exists yeah no one wants to do extra paperwork especially when you're sleep deprived who knows what you're gonna write in right like what if i spell it wrong then we're screwed for the rest of his life yeah or you just have to do more paperwork after that which i wouldn't do i know i wouldn't so it would just be (laughs) a misspelled name for forever yeah pretty much i'm yeah i'm trying to think of any other like really parenting I mean I have obviously like a lot of opinions on parenting advice okay here's one that is actually like a newer recent one for me Mm -hmm. um so before Kieran was born Tom who is also a pediatrician who has a lot of opinions on things um was like I really think it'd be a good idea for him because like technically they like recommend kids not watching tv or whatnot until well they say that like they don't really get any beneficial information from tv until they're like two um Mm -hmm. so Tom was like I really think we should like try not to watch tv with him or like be on our phones um and I was like yeah whatever and the phone thing (laughs) definitely like never happened but I was I was pretty good about not not watching tv with him and Mm -hmm. Tom actually watched tv with him but recently when he was sick a few weeks ago um we would turn on like because he would just snuggle in the couch and we would turn on a tv show he really likes one tv show in particular on netflix called deepa nanoop which is this like cute little indian girl with her color changing elephant and he watched that uh, probably too much while he's sick but whatever but we were like so against him watching tv but now like sometimes when he wakes up that's what he wants to do and like honestly i'll let him do that for like 10 15 minutes while i can get like myself situated in the morning and like be able to like change my clothes and peace and like make us make him breakfast and make myself breakfast and I feel like it's like everyone makes 
stuff like seem like it's the worst thing ever but like everything needs like some sort of balance where like my mental health is a little bit better because I have more time to myself while he's watching tv and that's not like the end of the world kind of thing and I just wish I like realized that a little bit earlier granted he probably wouldn't actually pay attention to tv earlier than right now but he's not two yet so right and I did the same thing and I was way more successful with Leo only because like Maybe when he was about a year and a half, a little before that, I started letting him watch Baby Bum on Netflix because I was like, how harmless can it be? It's just cartoons and they sing songs. That's all it is. All they sing are nursery rhyme songs. But he got like so addicted that he would throw tantrums when I like turn it off or something. So that's when I was like, absolutely no more TV. And we stuck with that for quite a while. I was pretty impressed. But then like when I had the second baby, and I needed to put him down for a nap. I would just have to turn on the TV. And the same thing happens now. I'm like, ah, I need to make dinner. So TV's going on. Sorry. And it is what it is. Our goal is just to not make them like tablet kids where they have to have like a movie in front of them at a restaurant to behave. Like, that's just the point we've reached. Yeah. I agree. Like, I feel like there's just got to be some sort of balance and that, like, it's not the worst thing ever if they watch a little bit of TV. But, like, also, we don't obviously want them to be watching TV all day long. But it's it's taken me a while to realize that, like, it's okay for them to have, like, everything in moderation is, like, basically my motto. Yeah, and I also realized that some parents literally keep their kids in front of the TV all day and... I know you're not and I know I'm not. And so I just like, yep, we found that balance where we go outside enough and get enough energy outside where if they come in and watch a movie before dinner, so be it. Yeah. And it's like, they're not, they won't even watch the whole movie. They'll end up playing with toys or something halfway through anyways. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's a good point. Cause I was pretty set on that too. Like no TV, but then here we are. Yep. Here we are. But yeah. Cool. Um, so in future mom shit episodes, we want to talk about like birthing stories. Cause I'm like fascinated by people's birthing stories and how everything is so different. Like it blows my mind. And um, I don't know. We'll come up with other fun things. So while Cynthia's in her crazy life, busy season of changing the world, we'll be doing this. Yeah, um, and we'll probably have some guests along the way, too. So we'll have our regular Lilas episodes, but this is, like, kind of a s- subcategory of it. A little spinoff. Yeah. We are so glad you listened. Be sure to tell all your friends because you probably have more than us. Feel free to email us at lilasthepodcast at gmail.com. And be sure to follow us on Insta at lilasthepodcast. That's L-Y-L-A-S the podcast. See you next Tuesday. Lila. Lila. <laughs>